From the Duck South Studios in Oxford, Mississippi. We're mass communicating. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for them. This is the End of the Line Podcast, powered by DuckSouth.com. I give it a, uh, a 10. A 10. Sweep the leg. You have a problem with that. And now, here's your host, Rocky LaFleur. I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. Also starring Josh Webb, Jake LaTondras, Rob Kroon, David Ellis, and Ramsey Russell. Showtime. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Showtime, everybody! Showtime! Welcome to the End of the Line podcast. I'm Rocky LaFleur in the Ducks House Studios in Oxford, Mississippi. Joining me on the other end of the line, Wes Avant. Wes! Man, you, you blew me away at the beginning of the show before we started recording about the Ramen Noodle Restaurant. Yeah, yeah, it's, I, I got a buddy here. Uh, they run, they run a restaurant here and it's, it's a faux restaurant. It's, uh, noodles and it's a big thing in cities, you know, uh, they, they don't have that in smaller cities like the Delta, you know, I mean, obviously there in Oxford, they don't have it or you would know about it. It's, it's an up and coming thing. Well, it's not up and coming. It's been here for over a century the this is a this is a dish uh it's a real thing i i love it to be honest with you that that dish that you get you go to the store this what 10 cents a pack they can turn this into a masterpiece it's pretty awesome pretty there awesome. was a you know all my friends were huge fans of ramen noodles back in college not me. Ooh. Just the smell of What did you eat back steel. in college? What was your uh, What was your go to? Junior college, it had to be double quick. Gizzards, potato log, chicken breast. Right. Understandable. Uh, college. 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 Trying to think when I. I mean. Of course, I mean, I'm talking about, like, when I was at Mississippi State, uh, we would, she would cook up. Man, you could buy a steak cheap back then. I, I, I called it, or, or we would buy some sirloins or the, like, I'll tell you something we ate a lot of that I can't eat now, and that's that, uh, the frozen shrimp that you just bake in the oven. Those little small shrimp. Did. I've never done that. Uh, I've never done that. <laughs> am I mi- am I missing out? Do I need to do I need to do this? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to. Th- I, I guess in pizza, pizza was a big thing. Um, pizza was a huge thing when I was in college, and and to this day, I I'm not a big pizza fan anymore. I ate so much of it in college that I I just don't. I don't like it. If I do eat pizza, it's the um, oh gosh, the company 
the company out of Indianola that started the pizza franchise. Lost, lost pizza. dog, lost pizza, lost dog. Yeah. They had to Something change like it, it yeah. because of yeah legal reasons, but yeah, lost pizza. To me, that's some of the best pizza around. It is good. It is good. You know, we have Soul Shine here, but you know, talking about college food, uh, the staple, and any any college coming in Oxford, and it's you know, game day atmosphere. The first thing you do is they go to double quick and they get the chicken on a stick. That's what that's what we did. You know, we we you know, in junior college at 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 Heinz, we didn't have nothing. We had a Subway and a Sonic, and it was trash. But you know, in Oxford, they the the double quick something about double quick. They know how to fry food, and I I think it it just turned into a a cult type thing. Everybody had to have a chicken on a stick. You know, it's that was your thing. You know, you could do. You know, hey, hey, I don't know if I've told you this. Now, maybe I it's out there because I've heard it from different people. But I wonder what kind of changes are coming for Double Quick because I heard that they sold a month or two back. Oh wow! That's, yeah, rumored. That's that's, to, that's, devast, that's devastating news. <laughs> the chicken may be retired at Double Quick. There would be a crisis in Oxford if if Double Quick stopped selling chicken on a stick. There, there would be. I do know that uh, Pat Dye, who they just said had coronavirus, the 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 great Pat Dye, one of his favorite things was coming to Oxford, and he loved the chicken on the stick at the gas station. I, I, that would be terrible if they tore that down. You know, I mean, or get rid of it or whatever it is. I, I couldn't foresee that happening because that's one of the first things that you do. No man, you know man I, mean? I loved it. You're you're talking about the Chevron right there off the square. Chev Chevron, not the double quick. Chevron, 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 Chevron. Yeah, yeah, it's right, right there, there off the square. The oh, Eddie, oh, uh, get, yeah. get my get my chicken on the stick. Uh, you know I love it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's funny because in in Abner's across the street, you know. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You know. Yeah. <laughs> It, it amazes me the people that uh, the money that's made after twelve o'clock in Oxford. There are some there are some people that make some serious money after twelve o'clock at night from twelve to two in Oxford. Oh, business doesn't even pick up till then. I mean, have you have you ever been to Athens? No, no. What, what, no. What I'm 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 saying to offset uh, the inebriate, inebriation. The drunkenness is, you know, to to sober up the sober up food. That that's what I'm talking about. Like there's slices of pizza that sold for eight bucks. Oh, yeah. I mean, six people or would seven dollars. People would buy it all day. They'd buy it all day. <laughs> all day. Yeah, that's right here in Jackson or Memphis. You know, people people drink all day and they have these uh, bar special food specials for people that come in there. And when if you if you've been if I let's say it's a big win, doesn't matter what college, what town, there's always a, a dive bar is what we call it. They have food specials, and that is the premier thing to go to. At that moment in time, 
you could be completely inebriated and you will turn down a filet mignon cooked from one of the best chefs, an iron chef. You would rather have that hot dog. That's that's key. That's that's key. That's that's what you want. It's been that way. You know, like it it still is to that day. And they still serve that type of food all, all over. All over. I mean, so, Louisiana. In your 20s, when you, when you were at 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 the peak of your game, what what was your go-to food after after a long night drinking? You ready for this? A bag of Funyuns and a Funyuns. Bud Light. Oh, oh my God! I'd burp. That's, I was, what, the reason that I thought about that, and you're talking about the hot dog, man. I would I would wake up in the middle of the night burping hot dog. That's a Funyun, and you can That's eat eighty five thousand of them. You know, <laughs> you can eat so much Funyun. It's, I guess, I guess it's, it's just one of those things, you know, you got, cause I don't, I don't really know of a person that walks into a, a grocery store and says, I need a bag of Funyun while I'm buying groceries. No, that only happens at night after about 47 beers, you're going to get a bag of Funyuns. Cause me personally, in my age, I, I cannot ever recall me going to a grocery store. I need a bag of Funyun. That's on my grocery store list. That doesn't happen. So that was my go-to. I also right, my I a, other. Go ahead. If I had a if I had a private chef at my house and I and I, I returned home drunk, and you know, and I needed that one food to sober up, and I think that I would ask him to cook me fried catfish and hush puppies. Oh wow! I would want that every day, but I would die of a heart attack. But yeah, I, I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with you totally because you know we're we're both Delta boys. That's that's the best catfish on the planet is right there from the Delta. It's not around here, guys. Sorry, it's not cock of the walk. It's none of that. It's not berries or Jerry's. It's it's in the Delta. If I were to have a cook to cook me whatever I wanted, just like you said, just whatever in the world, it would be bacon wrapped quail or dove. I could do that every night. Oh yeah. I could do it every night. Every night. To me that's the my favorite food on the planet is bacon wrapped dove. I think it's awesome. I love dove. In any way you do it, fry it, grill it. Um we talk like you're talking about, about wrapped, wrapped in bacon, yeah. um Yeah, we it, talked about that the other day on Facebook and and, and somebody said there's only one way to do dove. I said, no, 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 no. There's several different ways to do dove meat. Several different ways. But that's one of the favorites. I don't know if there's a more, you know, speak talking about dove and quail. In, in November and December, once it starts getting cold or colder, cooler, I don't know if there's a more comforting food with gravy and rice and homemade biscuits, podcast is going crazy. But uh, then dove or quail, 
fried dove or quail. It, it just warms your bones. I agree with you, and it, and it also has to do with the rice. You can't you can't have a cheap rice. You have to have no. the right gravy. You have to have the right rice and the right gravy, because that makes a world difference. Just like a hamburger, you can spend two hours prepping the premier hamburger, getting your applewood or mesquite, whatever it is, and and just like I've been doing lately here, is smoking hamburgers. But if you have a cheap ass bun on there, the whole hamburger shit. You have to have a good bun. That's just like the rice and gravy with the dove meat. It has to be right. Those are the key ingredients, my my opinion, outside of the meat. Oh, yeah. You know, Sweet Hawaiian started putting out a, a, a hamburger bun. You, for years and years, the only thing they made was uh, were rolls. And now they started yeah. making a... Uh, a hamburger bun, man, that thing. I love a good uh, sourdough bun, they, but they're, that that bun that they make is spectacular for the price. It is, and for some reason, I don't know why, but when you're at a football game or a baseball game, those Hawaiian buns stay the exact same way. If you take another set of buns, you put them out in the sun, they're going to turn into rocks. These Hawaiian buns stay the same way. I, it's, I don't know if, how they make them, but it is killer. You know, I love oh, great. Putting, I love taking uh, fried deer tenderloin. You know, I double batter it, and I'll stick it in a Hawaiian bun with pepper jack cheese and a, and a slotch of gravy, like a little bit of gravy. Oh man, can't beat that. Other than dove meat, of course. I don't know. That's a tight one there. <laughs> You give me a good deer tenderloin, you know, it's fried right. I don't know, man. That's tough to beat. That's really tough to beat. Hey, I want to ask you something. You brought up something just a minute ago. Hines Community College, don't, you said the only thing to eat in town was Subway. That or, how, how uh, many, go ahead. How many, days, how many days could you eat Subway in a row before you just reached a breaking point? One. One day. <laughs> One day. Um, because the, the very next day you wake up, you're still burping onions. It's sort of like a sonic onion or a bag of Funyuns. This lasts for three days. It's like having oh, it's a, a strong onion. Yeah. It's a man. It, they, they inject it with steroids or something. But no, I, I can't do the subway... One day max. One day. You know, back in the college days, we we would do it. We, no, would so look, 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 let, me, let me ask you this. You you just stepped out of a time machine from 50 years ago. You stepped into the, to the future, and I say, hey, let me give you a million dollars. If you can eat at Subway every day for one year. You didn't know what Subway was. Could you do it? No. It, it it the last person that did that lost a bunch of weight, and he ended up in prison, supposedly molesting children. What? Jared. Jared. He 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 had the he had the uh, chicken teriyaki, and he ended up. I guess it 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 morphed him into a child molester, and now he's in prison. Uh, now I don't want to go down that road. 
that's that's not my road I want to go down. <laughs> I wonder how many there's, people there's listen to a... this. Remember Jared, the comer- the Jared commercials. Yeah, it was a I chicken teriyaki. I, yeah, who can forget it? That that he was he was he was the person that put Subway on the map, like the micro machine man that talked very fast when we were kids about micro machines. That's the reason you brought you bought that toy is because the very fast talking guy, micro machine guy. That's what Jared was before Jared, and even after Jared, I still don't want a Subway more two days in a row unless I have to. Man, look, that's where there's I'm so at. many pres- there's so many preservatives on some of that stuff that Subway uses. My my wife gets so sick after eating there. Like the lettuce, yeah, the shredded you- lettuce, man, it has so many preservatives on it. Well, let, let's be real here, you guys. You know, you run a massive farm. I bet you guys eat very clean. G- give me a give me a rocky week roundabout of what you guys eat. Guarantee it's not trash food. Oh heck no. Um, shish kebabs. Well, we just had a cow killed. We've had three pigs killed. Um, deer meat. We catfish at least once a week. Where do you not get that Not every from? other week. Uh, either farm raised. Um, get it out of Yazoo City. Okay, just to be clear so the listeners understand, this is not trash catfish. There is a real thing as a clean catfish, but go ahead. No, we, we when the Mississippi River came up about a month ago, we, we caught about 800 pounds worth of catfish. And anyway, it, it has been awesome. The, 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 I think that this, these, this catfish is coming out of the Mississippi River, well, that came out a month ago, what was probably better than the farm-raised fish. Man, it's like that snow melt. It's just running down that river, and these catfish are so clean. Really? So, oh, so what's, what was the average uh, river cat versus a pond-raised cat for the uh, listeners? Because they, they, don't, they don't know. I mean, I know. They don't know. It's about eight pounds. They, they were anywhere from, I think the biggest one we caught was about 18. It's a big cat. It's not as big as some of the stuff that they're hand-grabbing out of these boxes or barrels or anything like that. But, I mean, they were good fish. No. You're not going to get my ass down the Mississippi River and stick my hand in a tire or a barrel. I'm not doing that. Because there's going to be a snapping turtle waiting on you. I'm not doing that. Look, I've done some crazy shit in my life, but I'm not going... Water you can't see an inch from your eyes wearing goggles. I'm not putting my hand in a in a barrel. I, I never have gotten into it either. No, uh, I'm a pretty safe guy. I, I was wild and crazy when I was young, but I, I've never. I've had friends do that, but I've never just burned deep inside of me like, man, I got to give that a try. Yeah, I mean. Imagine waking up in the morning. Dude, I cannot wait to put my hand in this barrel in the middle middle of the Mississippi River. That is going to be awesome. No, a hard pass. Dude, I'm the guy that... I'm the guy that when I'm skiing or kneeboarding, like, when I fall off, I'm like, all right, get the boat back over here. Come on. (laughs) I can't can't (laughs) see what's under me. 
let, let's go. Get me out. Get me out of the water. Yeah, I'm the same way because I have the worst luck in the world. There could be. I'll give you a prime example. I went to uh, Orange Beach a few years back. Nobody's on the beach, not a soul. And I'm setting up my little tent with my. You know, I have a, I have a, a an operation. This is not just me laying out a towel. I'm I, I'm not I'm not Paris Hilton or Kim Kardashian. I'm not going to sit in the sun. It's good. It's there's going to be a cooler involved. Music. I have a mini bar with me, and so I'm out there <laughs> setting all this up. And I and, and there's nobody there. And I step right in the center of a jellyfish. No, oh, man. you you could not create that if we tried with schematics on a football play. Uh, there, the only way that happened is because it's me. So I don't get into water. I don't get in big bodies of water, and I'm not going to put my hand down in a barrel in the Mississippi River or even a lake. Could you, could you imagine doing that Roebuck Lake in in, uh, in Itabina, Mississippi? Hell no. Uh-huh. No water moccasins. No, no. I am definitely not that cat from Australia that got stabbed in the chest with a stingray. I'm not him. You know, I, I'll watch somebody do it. I, I, I'm kind of what? like you. I'd be the guy that uh, I'd be the guy eating last, but he he wouldn't eat me. He'd just bite my leg off, and I'd have to sit there and suffer for a while. Yeah, I mean, no way. It's, it's none of that's happening. None, there's no way. I have a cat. She weighs about seventeen pounds. She'll take her arm off. I couldn't imagine a hundred fifty pound turtle. No, no, sir. Props to all of you that do that crazy shit, but I'm not doing it. That's some serious <clears throat> stuff right there. Can you imagine a first date? Oh man. <laughs> let's go let's go take the airboat down there. Let's go get these gators and while we're at it, we're gonna get these catfish on the you know, down there by the trot line. And uh while I'm while I'm getting this while, while I'm getting these fish, I need you to get down that barrel. Sure, honey, I got this. No, 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 no. No hard pass. Not me. I will say this: the 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 hunt, which I don't know if you've ever heard this term used, West, but the huntresses. These these are the the the, the ladies that hunt uh, with lots of makeup, and when springtime's come, springtime's come, they they are they are. They they've got their bikini shots doing something like hand grabbing. Trust me, I know. I was talking about it the other night on the phone, and we were joking about it. Uh, when you're deer hunting, it doesn't involve a pink purse, a bedazz- bedazzled blue jeans with uh, rhinestones all over your ass, uh, green boots with a flower on it, a monogram back on the pink Mustang. None of this is required to hunt. But that's the new thing. That's the new thing. And along comes with this thing. I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but I really don't care because I don't care for this music. Is the new music called country rap. At what point? Can, can you imagine? Waylon Jennings would roll over in his grave with this. It's not country anymore. But, th- but this, is, this is the new thing with what you were talking about with the, with the huntresses. This is what they like. 
And now it's not so much them. Men do it now. Actually, not men. Boys do it. You know, and 10 out of 10 times, you'll see the truck where the lower end is, is dropped to the ground like it has 900 pounds of sandbags and the front end is, is up in the air. That's going to be that guy that hunts with a 7-millimeter mag killing a deer from 30 yards out. Oh, I got him, boy. Yeah, you got him, all right. You got you got him with your 7-millimeter mag from 30 yards out. You got him, big boy. It's kind you of funny exactly that you bring It's kind of funny that you bring that up. All right, so there's a there's a, a, a young little boy. He's, he's young, 13 or 14 that that works with me every day at the farm. I pick him up when I come home from work. And yeah. anyway, he's telling me he's he's over there he he's how do I say this politically correct? He he's special needs. He's uh, but but he's he, correct. He, he sits on the porch, and when I pick him up, he's usually sitting on the porch and he's watching YouTube. Finally, a couple of weeks ago, I asked him, "I was like, what what are you what are you watching on that phone? What are you watching on YouTube?" And he, he, you can catch him every once in a while mumbling lyrics um he can't understand what he's really saying but and then it's not it's because he's not saying it loud enough but anyway he showed me some of the songs that he's watching on youtube and one of them i'm looking it back up through my search history right now was don't touch my truck which wow is all i gotta say and i think the other one was uh, maybe rednecker than you, and I will have Red to admit, I, and I may sound like a total idiot, but I, I didn't know that there was country rap until about two weeks ago. Well, this is a big thing. This is a really big thing. You would be shocked. Uh, I can't remember the cat's name. The listeners could tell me if they listened to that, but it was a comedian and it's gotten really big. He started rapping along with this stuff. I, I don't, I don't know. Luke, Luke Holmes and how I know this for the life of me, I don't know because I listened to Buckethead and shit like that. But Luke Holmes did a country rap song, believe it or not. And he is one amazing country artist. Uh, this this is a thing. It's it's been around for a minute. This this is not new. Uh, they and it brings up what what Loretta Lynn said, and she pissed off a lot of people. She said country is dead. The Queen said that Loretta Lynn. She flat out said country's dead. It's too mainstream. It's not what it was. And then you're going to have your people that say, well, well, what about Colt and what about Luke Combs? Luke, I mean, uh, Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan's not even a country artist. Uh, what, what about all these? They will name the same four or five people that supposedly to save the whole entire genre of country, which is asinine. If you really want to know what's dead as far as music is concerned, it's rock and roll. Rock and roll. I agree. 
Rock and roll is dead. They can argue me all they want to. It's dead. If you go to a bar, all you have is cover bands playing the same shit from the 80s that we grew up on. Ten out of ten times here in Jackson, Mississippi, they will get a Motley Crue cover band. They'll get a Kiss cover band. There's a reason those bands died. is because they wouldn't adjust. You know, I would love to see a Chevelle cover band or, you know, one of these newer newer bands, but it just doesn't work that way. Rock is dead, in my opinion. But anyway, back back to your story. So this you pulled it up, and you didn't know that it existed? What, what did you think about all that? Oh, no. Oh, no. I, I listened to 30 seconds, and I had enough. It, you know, my love for rap goes back to the the early to mid 90s and that's that is about as far as it went so the the new stuff where they where it sounds like they're just really kind of talking over music playing uh, i never have i never have gotten into it you know know. the, the rap music i'm talking about in the mid to early 90s you know they were they were singing to a beat I don't guess it was called singing, but it was it was rapping. They were rapping with the music. Now it's just like they had a purpose. Okay, I want to tell you this, and I had one of my friends in the music industry explain this to me, and he put it to me in in ways I never even thought about. Could you imagine if Beastie Boys or Run DMC sat around and just sang about money? and candy paint jobs and rims, they would have never have made it in the 80s. They, no. actually, told, they actually told a story. And I'm not going to sit here and say... No, I, no I'm, 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 in full, I'm in full agreement with you, man. Rap was born in the same way that blue, the blues were born. They were telling the Correct. story of, of most of the time coming up in some type of hard situation. Almost yeah, that's the reason related public to country, enemy. old country. They, you, you nailed it. That's the reason Public Enemy was so big, because they told a story. You know, I'll never forget where I was when I heard the song Fight for Your Right to Party by Beastie Boys. That had an impact on me. And it had a guitar behind it. And I'll never forget when I heard Walk This Way by Aerosmith and run DMC. I also can forget every time, I can forget every time I've heard a new age rap song because it's all the same. I don't listen to it anymore. Matter of fact, anything past 93, if it hey, if it's a what they would consider a hip-hop beat, and when I say they, I say musicians, not, not people. Let's clarify that. I'm talking like professional musicians. Uh, I don't listen to it after that. You know that that's I'm not I'm not on the cutting edge of that. I don't I don't really I guess I don't I don't care. That's the reason today in country I I can't tell you exactly what's going on. You know I I miss the old Waylon Jennings, uh, Garth Brooks. You know I I miss that type of country. You know I. I, I, I it, that doesn't exist anymore. To me, it doesn't. 
You know, because I can guarantee you, I can I can play a Loretta Lynn song right now. Pick one. It doesn't matter. I can play it, and it will sound totally different than today's country, any song. You know, I'm I'm convinced that Shania Twain married, when she married Mutt Lang for Motley Crue, you know, the, the producer or whatever, that ruined country because it made her pop. She turned into a pop musician at that point, and it, it morphed it into what country became is what we call mainstream. You know, see, my I guess my love for rap kind of died with with the members of like I guess it would be NWA and friends that listen to Eazy E, uh, Doctor Dre, right. Ice Ice Cube. Um, trying to think of who else. Yeah. Like like Snoop was popular in the in the early mid nineties. Very very popular. Yeah, him, him and Dre. And also with the easy, you had MC Ren and all that stuff, you know. Uh, you know, you know what out there, and I'm going to say this, and for us to be what, what we listen to and everything, I'm going to say something that's shocking for the, for the listeners that did not know this. A lot of the, the millennials today always look up to Tupac. This is what I've gathered. I blow them away when I tell them this. Tupac. They're like, oh, I he's like the, Tupac. They're like, they're like, oh, he's the greatest rapper of all time. Well, before, did you know he was a backup dancer for a band called Digital Underground that did the song Humpty Dance? He was a dancer. Wow. He wasn't. He was. He was not about that life. He was a dancer. So I'm just gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm That's an interesting that. fact. That's an interesting fact. It is a fact. You can Google it. You can do what you want to. I can send you a damn picture. All this hard shit he talks about. Come to find out he was a dancer for Digital Underground. Meanwhile, you yeah. have other groups out there doing their thing. You know, I didn't know to a few years ago that Jennifer Lopez was a backup dancer on In Living Color. Back oh, in yeah. the 90s. Yeah, that's, that's where she got her start. A lot, a lot of these singers get their starts from some, like uh, Alanis Morissette got her start from uh, Nickelodeon's "You Can't Do That on Television." Her name was Moose. She got slimed all really? the time. Yeah, her name was Moose. She wow. had been on television way before she even got famous. But she was. Does this make sense? She got famous before she was famous. Alanis Morissette. Pretty, pretty wild deal there. You know, it's like during that time, you know, when you had Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake, um, all that bunch, uh, they all came out at the same time because they were all on Disney Channel. Britney Spears actually uh, started on Star Search. You remember Star Search? I do. Yeah, it was Star Search. Star Search was actually America's Got Talent before America Got Talent. People are – that was so long ago, that's where Sinbad got us started. I remember sitting there watching Sinbad going to the preliminaries. Damn, I'm old. I, let's delete this whole thing. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Yeah, I remember Sinbad getting famous on Star Search along with Britney Spears. Oh man. Oh. 
Next topic. <laughs> three, 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 three and a half stars. Britney Spears <laughs> right. going to the finals. Anyway, that was it. I got, that a, was I, got it. A, I got a theory for you. It's something okay. that's been on my mind a lot for the past week. I want to run something by you. Get your thoughts on it. So before we close this out, Wes, I want to run. I want to run this theory in my something I've been thinking about for the the last week. Donald Trump has been thinking or talking about running for president since I would say '84, somewhere in there. He's been on numerous talk shows, Oprah, Larry King. Uh, interviewed by different people. I, you know, I'm thinking about running for president, you know. And right. I was sitting there. I'd had to drive to Cincinnati yesterday. Oh, wow. And, yeah, and drove all the way back in, in one day, and that's a long trip. But anyway. Yeah. So I was thinking about this. You know, all the things that's going on, um, you you listen to different podcasts talking about Trump and and Twitter, of course. But I'm I'm going to say this. So Trump's been talking about it since '84. In '84, Reagan became you know he got a second term to president. George Bush in '88, Clinton in '92, Bush in uh, 2000, um, Obama in '08, and then of course Trump in '16. Right. If if Trump would have run any other time from eighty four on, let's say he tried to he had, he had an election eighty eight, ninety two, ninety six, and on and on, I don't think that Trump could have ever won any of those elections. Nope, a hundred percent. Not even a, a snowball's chance in hell. The reason the reason that he did win is because he challenged Obama with that birth certificate, and he did not back down. He gained respect immediately. Well, it was, and even everybody. even outside of that, he, look, the, the thing about the United States is, and I was thinking about this, Frank, just see if I'm right. You know, when it came to since 80, 84, you know, every. Both sides have been playing pretty level when, right. as it pertains to shots fired across the bow, as it pertains to corruption. Who knows what really goes on corruption-wise with politics? You know, they leave here bankrupt and come back multimillionaires. But right. anyway, yeah, let's just say this. All right, everything's pretty much on a level playing field up until – um oh – Probably oh four, oh five in there. Oh five. Fair. I can agree with Let, that. Uh, there's a lot of dirty things that that went on. A lot of, a lot of, and people were um, a lot of conservative policies. You you will have to say a lot of Republican policies almost broke the backbone of this country. Yeah. I can agree with that. that, that, that well, and, and combined with, with Democrat, long-time uh, Democrat policies that in the, in the mortgage business trying to give everybody a house that, that had a 550 credit score and didn't deserve to buy a candy bar. 
but all of that, so that corruption built up, built up, built up, built up, and you had this smooth talker. You had this 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 guy that just comes out of nowhere that's just this smooth talker that everybody's drawn to. They're sick of all this by you know behind them, and they're drawn to an Obama. I, and it, let's go from 08 forward. From 08 forward, there are so many scans. Look, you know, they keep playing that, that interview over and over. Obama, you know, he'll be go down, leave an office without a political scandal to his name. Well, it right. comes to find out, there, there, there's tons of scandals in, in the Obama administration. And here's where, where I'm going. There was so much corruption. Trump was one of the only ones that would stand up and call him out, you know, using the IRS to target people, uh, running the guns into Mexico, Obamacare, which turned out to be a total disaster. I hope AC's listening to this, or a good friend of ours that is. Oh, he, he is. <laughs> he is. You know, hey, there's, hey, so, there's so many disasters that go on. And Trump is one of the only people brave enough to to stand up and call this call this out. That, that people are like, hell yeah, man, this is all. And they get behind him. And so the timing was so perfect. He knew well, it was his time. Well, even what was his, perfect? Even the biggest loudmouth in the room, it didn't matter. It was his time. This is what because, won him the election. Yeah, I mean, Republicans have sat back and done nothing. Right, exactly. They got they got railroaded and and used and abused because Obama did something that nobody did. He perfected the internet and social media. So what what did Trump do? He waited. Oh, to, yeah. This is what I call this is I, this is what I call the Trump card. He had been doing Shark Tank and. Just looking savage online. I mean, people were like, "Man, this guy's brutal." They finally got to see what Donald Trump was about on on Shark Tank, and then he starts his Twitter. Then he does this whole birth certificate thing, and and I, you know I, that that was a big thing. So what does this guy do? He starts doing rallies. Well, this is when he won America. I I will never forget this. I was sitting in my. I was sitting in the living room, drinking a Bloody Mary, I, just sipping on it, and I about spit the shit off all over the floor when Hillary was saying, you wouldn't do this, and you wouldn't do this. What would you do if you were president? He said, you would be in jail. The crowd erupted. That changed. That was during the debates. That changed the whole format of everything. Oh, I that, agree. That's when he... That's when he threw out the Mike Tyson hook shot. That was the KO shot. He said, you would be in jail. I will never forget that. That's when, that's when America said, uh-oh, we got a badass. We got a Clint Eastwood up in here. This guy ain't messing around. And so what does he do when he gets elected? He then goes and starts signing executive order after executive order after executive order. You know, when is the last time since he's been out, he dropped the, the the Moab, the mother of all bombs? You don't see terrorists getting on television every other day like you did during the last administration, beheading people. That's a thing of the past. Yes, terrorism is still there, but 
they don't do that shit like that anymore. They understand. You know, I, I was just watching on um, video the other night. Idiots are trying to fire in uh, rockets, the Taliban, at at us, and we had C-Rams on top of the buildings blowing them out of the sky. You know, this is an ongoing thing. I'm going to tell you another thing. You remember when they when they started charging our boats, our our crew, our airliners, and I mean, our, our let's say our aircraft carriers and battleships and all that stuff. He made a tweet, and he goes, "The next person or boat that charges my boats, I am ordering." He didn't say ask. He said, "I'm ordering to take them out." You never saw another boat come at an aircraft carrier again. That that kind of quit overnight. Oh, you know yeah. that that's that to, to sum up where you're coming with this. The reason he did so well because it was it was timing. I agree. America was fed up. They were fed up with Obamacare when it was happening. Uh, when it was happening, they were fed up with it. So. It was it was all about timing. He got in there at the right time. That's the reason when he said in 84, you know, it, I remember in the 90s, Raised Against the Machine made a video. You guys, you can Google it. YouTube it. They made a video, and it said Trump president. That was in the 90s. Raised Against the Machine did that. Serious thing. I think that they could have trotted anybody out. This is the fur further my thought. I think they could have trotted anybody out. You're right. It was Clinton's time. She had been promised the the run at president for a long time, even though they screwed Bernie out of it. But they could have trotted anybody else against, out against Trump. Now, if he won the nomination, you take the Russia collusion out of the whole deal. I think Trump wins that wins that election. He, he wins the popular vote and the electoral college by the uh, the electoral college by the same amount. But I think he wins a popular vote. See, I'm not so sure because people are so. You're talking about now. Uh, no, no, no. Pe back then, are... back then, you take the Russia. You know, because of the what the lie. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. Going into the election, that's all you saw on TV. Russia, you know, Trump is a Russian spy. And but anyway, I think that the, the the corruption tide was so high on the left side that it was time to correct it. And an old wise farmer told me one time: no matter what it is in life, the weather, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Everything always corrects itself. Let, well, I think me, we're getting to a point years from now that I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think that. You know, it's going to correct itself, but just because you know the, the Republicans are about to get overpopulated, over outvoted, you know, um, years well, from now. Me, but let me, let me let me run this. No, go ahead. You. Okay, I got asked a question about two weeks ago, and I was going to bring it up on our third podcast, but it wasn't the right time. Now is the right time. So much crap has happened. Well. I had a friend of mine that is a Democrat 
and they are afraid of their own party. They said it's not the same party as what it used to be. It's 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 a more of when did socialism become popular? The fad. They said they were talking to me, and I'm not going to give the name, but you know who you are. I know you're listening. They said, Wes, could some of these people that's trying to slander the president, falsify the president, try to get impeached over something he didn't did didn't do, would that be considered high treason? I said, you know, in the forties they would have been hung for that. They would have been executed. But now we're at a different day and age because the president also he battles back verbally online through different platforms. So I asked a question, do you think times have changed forever? The la the cordial president sitting in there where you don't get any feedback from them, but at a presidential state of address, that's the only time you really get to see their emotions. Is that time past us? Because now we see emotions every five minutes. Oh, yeah. There, is it gone? You know, I think so. I think, uh, you know, and to, and to be quite frank with you, I don't think, it, 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 and this is my, this is my, my mind, it's just me thinking. If Trump gets reelected, Mike Pence will not run for president. I, I don't see it. And I know I'm going to get hate from the conservatives and all that stuff, but I just don't see it. See, I I think the whole deal with the Trump before running for president was one of the most loved Democrats of the Democrat Party. Yeah, I said that right. He was a Democrat for a long time. Dude, he was loved by Democrats. Yeah, 100%. Hundred percent. Mike Mike Tyson, all of them loved him. See, here here's the deal with Trump. They don't hate Trump. They hate Trump's court, uh, his judge picks, his Supreme Court right. picks. Look, the the way that the the Democrats are going to change this country is by the by the judicial system. That's how right. they're going to fundamentally change this country forever. They right. know. In the next four years, following now, right, there will be two Supreme Court picks in the next two years. I mean, the next four years. There will be two Supreme Court judges that have to be appointed in the next four years. Uh, Ginsburg, you know, right. she's very, very sick now. And, and oh, gosh, is it Kennedy? Any of this aging? Probably going to age out. Yeah. There's there's going to be two appointments. Supreme Court uh, judge judges appointed in the next four years. That's what they're looking at. That's all they care about. Oh, I totally 100% agree. Like a thousand percent agree. That, that that's that's the big thing right there. That's the huge thing. I mean, let's just say this: if if Trump, I will I will bet you a million bucks, a million bucks to one dollar, if Trump came out right. tomorrow and said that he was going to appoint 
Alexandria, whatever, Cortez, to the Supreme Court, if he's reelected, yeah. dude, they're, they're promoting him. Of course. 100%. 100%. It, 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 all, all, everything that that we're seeing or hearing or reading or there there's a there's a, a mo, there's a motive behind it. There's a motive. But I mean, I, it's go ahead. Nah, like I said, I, I was just thinking about that yesterday with the, you know, with all the. Um, Obamagate stuff that's going on, you know, Trump's t- tweeting it a couple of times a day, and, you know, Obama and Biden, they're untouchable. You know, they've got executive privilege when it, you know, when it comes to that, no matter how much they knew. Now, I'll Rocky, this, Rocky, I, I want to I ask you this. I want to ask you, so I don't mean to cut you off, but I got to because I've been itching to ask you all week long, and now's my time. And I'm going to tell you where I stand on it. How much do you believe in this Obamagate? I'm going to go ahead and tell you my 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 theory on it. I believe it. Oh, I believe oh, I, I, I believe it a hundred percent. I believe it. Uh, I believe, I believe that, that. Go ahead. No, he. The, you know the backstory that a lot of people are missing when it comes to Obamagate, when it and when it comes to Flynn was. So you, you got to get down to the nitty gritty. Why did Obama hate Flynn? Why, you know, what, I don't, I don't know. His, that's a that's a good question. You know, Holy, all right. Wow. All right. So let me let me ask you this question: What was Obama yeah. outside outside of Obamacare? What was Obama? What was his self proclamation greatest? thing that he did while he was in office what does he proclaim that the greatest thing outside of the you know the health care bill that he put together what was that i got it and nobody will admit this nobody no listen to me nobody will admit this but one of the greatest things he did he doesn't claim fame to that's him putting 650 million dollars towards the wall in mexico he does not want to admit it but he did it. You hear me, listeners? Google it. $650 million towards the wall in Mexico. No, actually, it was 65. I don't know. It's, it's up there. It's, it's, it's an astronomical amount. And Obama pushed this through. That was one of his big things as a president. He wanted to build this barrier. And, 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 and he did it. But now he doesn't take claim to it. I just wanted to get that little jab in there. But anyway, but what? What? No, no, no. What is he and all of his surrounding people? What? What was the greatest accomplishment in his presidency outside of Obama? Ob- Obamacare. What is it? No, outside Obamacare. of Obamacare. Uh, that he got reelected again? No, <laughs> it's the, 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 the Iran know. deal. It's the Iran deal. Yeah, yes, they, they, yes. They, they they claim that that's that's the you know that's their claim to fame, the Iran deal, which yes. was a huge. A hundred percent of the people that's listening to this podcast, except AC, is going to say that that was a huge. It was absolutely the worst deal in the world. Yeah, you're you know, right. You're right. But but when you're when you're right hand woman, 
is an Iranian, you, you're going to sign a deal that's favorably to uh, convince the people that you're doing something good for the United States of America and the whole world by stopping them from making nuclear weapons. Wrong. Right, I agree. Who's the guy? Who's the guy that's on the phone that works for Obama, telling other countries, "Hey, do not vote for this. It is a bad deal." Guess who that is? Is it Schiff? It's Flynn. Flynn. I'm, I so, get the names confused. Schiff Flynn. Schiff Flynn. Okay. So that is where the hate in. You know, just uh, just just burning hate for Flynn comes from from Obama. You know, he made secret phone calls to a lot of government officials that he had come in contact with, built relationships with, and asked them, "Hey, listen, please don't vote for this. We don't need to give Iran billions of dollars. All we're going to do is advance their nuclear program. But what do we do? We load a cargo plane up full of cash and take it to them." Like a bunch well, you of know, idiots. Well, Bi Biden, Biden, uh, his intel, the intel that has now been released, is that him and Obama were colluding together to collude against 45 to not get him in office. So basically, they're, this is the crazy thing about this story. They're saying that 45 was in collusion, but in all actuality, the story came from people colluding together to put up a fake story about him having collusion. How insane well, is that? You know, the thing that I've learned in the past three years, every story that they come up with, they're already guilty of. Immediately. It, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, it, the story is sort, sort of like the code right now that... that the, the the whole fact about Biden and and the the Ukraine it, it's starting to leak out. The recordings, part of the recordings, came out of his phone calls with. And it's so, a, it's actually them. Yeah, it's them. Yes, yes, they're leaking them out. So it is them. <laughs> you know everything that they always accuse people of, they're already guilty of. So anyway, so Obama has this burning hate. You know. Uh, and, you know, before they take office, Flynn has a couple of phone calls. Um, you know, somebody had made a, and, I, and maybe this is a setup. Somebody made contact with the Trump campaign. Hey, we have dirty information on Hillary. Well, if you're running a campaign, you, you're going to meet with them. You want to know that dirty information. <laughs> You don't know if they're Russian or Chinese when you're talking to them on the phone. You're going to take that meeting. You want every I, bit not... of dirt you can get on your opposition to beat them. So that, you know, here we go. We get You get the warrants. Then, you know, of course, Trump wins the, uh, Trump wins the election. Trump names Flynn. He's going to be the... Uh, I mean, what what was his what was Flynn's title? What did, what did Trump name? You caught me off guard because I am so mega focused on what I'm about to say here. So you, I'm being honest with you. <laughs> I've got something I'm itching to say, but go ahead. Let me get this title right. You know, 
Flynn was going to be the national security advisor. That's correct. I was just, uh, I knew it was national security advisor. But anyway, so, you know, Flynn knows a lot of dirty secrets on Obama. And not only that, but like I said, he had turned his back on Obama, went to different countries to get their Iran deal thrown out. So Obama told Trump, hey, you don't need this guy on your team. You don't need him. So, right. and they start digging deep. I mean, all of the big the big heads are in Obama's office. What can we get on Flynn? What can we do to get him uh, gone? So they they caught him talking to the Russian ambassador, and which he admitted to. But you know. Not going to. They they send the FBI agents to the White House to interview him. Um, they have a one of his phone calls. They catch him in a they catch him in the lie, saying something blah blah blah, which they didn't even let him know that you know he was being questioned for a crime. Um, speed up the story. They say, hey, we're gonna throw your son in jail if you don't admit that you were you know that you committed perjury. What do you do, man? I'm not going. I'm not going to let my son go to jail. You know. For, oh, I'm, for I'm with some you. Things. I'm with you on this. And, and 100%. So, anyway, look at how look at how ridiculous this has gotten. But go ahead. It's ridiculous. Like I, I said, mean, like I, the, the the corruption was so deep, uh, and I'm I'm not some right wing black helicopter conspiracy theorists. I mean, more and more of this stuff is going to come out over the summer. And, you know, in the, what, what, what's really bothering the media right now is the coronavirus is going away about the same time as a lot of this stuff is about to, to drop. It so is. They can't help but talk about it. So go ahead. Okay. Now, I'm itching to say this. Fact. Number one fact. Schiff should go Trump, to jail for a long time. He should, but it's not going to happen. And neither is Obama. You guys, uh, I hate to say this, but it's too. not happening. Ne- yeah, correct. Ne- correct. Pelosi's not going either. She's got too much money. But here, here's, here's the thing. Fact. Number one fact. Trump is more powerful not as president. I don't think people understand that. When he is not president, he's not restricted. He's actually restricted right now. He can be hell on will. See, this is a catch-22 by the left. They want Trump gone, but damn, they're going to get Pence, who is more radical. This dude is so far right. It's, he's too right for me or most people, but I do like Pence. Because he doesn't blink. He's dead serious. He's like a Doberman pincher. He will look you dead in the eyes until your eyes bleed, and he will get his fact across. But the thing is, Trump, and this this is <laughs> this guy here, they, they want him gone. So if Trump is gone, do you think Trump is going to keep quiet? Let's hypothetically speak. Trump was impeached, and then the Senate, for whatever reason, they believed this hoax. And they actually kicked him out of office. Do you think Trump would go away quietly? He would go to the depths of the deepest parts of the ocean 
and pull up the abyss from the movie with the aliens and say, let's talk. This oh, yeah. guy, this guy is not going to quit. And this is the what? most volatile, dangerous situation that the Democrats have ever been a part of, and they are nervous. So what oh, we yeah. have had... One, the, we have, the one thing that they've got right about Trump, and I don't mean to interrupt you, he, he, he has a huge ego. And he does not, like, get that ego scarred any. So did Abraham Lincoln. So did George Washington, the four founders of our country. You can't be weak-minded and be in there. JFK had a huge, huge JFK had a huge ego, and he and 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 you know what we all know. The world knows what happened to him. It's in history. You know. All I'm saying is, is that we're at a point in time to where, and and this is, I'm not getting on the the Trump wagging and and talking about all this. I'm being factual here. The last thing the, the liberals want is Trump out of office because then he's going to go rogue and all – and then he can get the lawyers that he – it's going to get super nasty. If you think the birth certificate with Obama is bad, think about this, Rocky. The birth certificate with Obama lasted two freaking years, two years of birth certificate. What do you think he's going to do when he's out of office with the information that he has now? You think he's just going to go to sleep? No. It's going to be hell on wheels. The best thing that needs to happen is leave him there in office, and they, they better be apologizing to that man and leave him alone. You know, do you see where I'm coming at with this? Oh, I agree. Eventually, with you. it's it's like it's like it's like Tokyo, Japan. They made movies about Godzilla. You keep you keep screwing around with that damn thing. You keep poking at him. He's going to wake up and screw up your whole damn city, and he's not going to stop. And you're going to call in a butterfly to whoop his ass. The butterfly loses every time. That's my analogy. You cannot poke at a bear. You cannot poke at Godzilla, and that's what this is. You know, you know one it's, thing about it that's, that's not being talked about, Wes, is you know, same as Obama, President Trump had both houses of, of, of Congress on his side when he went into office. They could, have shut this, they could have shut this down. I'm like Tucker Carlson. They could have shut this down a long time ago. Trey Gowdy, Richard Burr. Uh, the the list goes on and on. The 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 number that of Republicans that had the power, Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, to shut this down, to bring out the truth and shut it down. I, I'm I'm really starting to believe that there is a you know a deep state of Democrats yeah. and Republicans together. You know, it's yes, a hundred percent TV. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And I'm not that pulling so this. Yeah, that they are so money and power driven. Dude, they they don't care. Right, and I'm not pulling a Joe Rogan, the great Joe Rogan. Congratulations, Joe Rogan, with your hundred million dollar deal at Spotify. Rocky and I were just talking about it. It got us to thinking as well. But what I'm saying is, I agree with you. That that's been there since the Skull and Bones in Harvard. 
uh, in Yale when you, you had everybody in these secret fraternities. My God, we could get into a whole nother rabbit hole. I don't think we should do this, Rocky. Maybe for another time. <laughs> I don't but think he, we he, should do this. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, like I said, they could. They had all these truths back then. They could have shut it down. They could have had hearings that would have been on TV. You know, they they only pushed it as far as they needed. We didn't need the Mueller investigation. It all could have been shut down a long time ago. But they let it go on. The thing that I don't get is the you know the reason they the the House of Representatives was turned back over to Democrats is people believe this collusion and this whole collusion bit and the Republicans lost the House because of that reason. Why do you think they believed it? Media. Good Lord, just. That's all you ever heard when you turn the TV on, man. You could be on media. You could be on VH1, and they were talking about it. Let, let me give you a fine example. Do you do you remember? Do you remember the? If you, uh, you, if you I want to ask something. If you really believe that, how stupid do you feel now? You, you feel you feel really stupid because I'm about to tell you something. Do you remember the Native American that was banging on the drum? And the kid was sitting there in the in the in the MAGA hat. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, the the story was that CNN. And by the way, this kid won a ton, a shitload, a massive shitload of money. He still hadn't won uh, it all yet. He he's only got he still two hundred million no. so far. No, no, he he's richer than Britney Spears. This son of a bitch is rich, but he was <laughs> sitting there. He was sitting there minding his own damn business. But CNN flipped it around and said that he charged this Native American. Well, that's not what happened. In all actuality, he was minding his own business, and the Native American ran up on him. Well, this is not about race. This has zero to do about race. This is all about lies. It doesn't matter who ran up on who. The guy was minding his own business, and they slandered his name. Similar to what CNN did with the Atlanta Olympic bombing, they made a movie about it. Isn't that isn't what it was in Atlanta? Remember, remember the bomber? He didn't oh, yeah. bomb shit. He didn't bomb shit. And CNN destroyed CNN. CNN is infamous for destroying people. At some point, somebody's going to have to step in and say, "Yo, you guys got to stop. You guys got to stop." But we can't because it's freedom of speech. I don't know. I just had to get well, that out of my chest. Ooh. Man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I went on and on and on. It was just I, no, the whole trip. I love it. I love it. I, I don't like to talk politics. You know, politics, it just, unless you're, unless all of your, most of your listeners are dedicated to exactly what you're saying, you know, Politics can be a dividing thing. That and religion, just don't talk about most a lot of them in public. But you know, now that the facts, I, I am a facts guy, and now that the facts have come out, are really, really starting to, you know, just oh, they're there. Pour out there's voice recording. There's voice recordings. Voice recordings. It's there. It's there. Yeah, and you know. It blows me away with the corruption that follows Biden. Sorry, AC, but the corruption that follows Biden, man, there's no way 
There, and then on top of that, he has some health problems. I'm not going to sit here and make fun of him. He really has some health problems. There's no way he gets elected. Sorry. They, they, they better come up with the Believe the Tara Reid scandal and get him out of there and put somebody up there that can be elected, electable. So anyway, well, well, I enjoyed it, man. We're, we're, we're out of time. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I just I want to tell you guys it doesn't go unnoticed when you inbox me or everything or, you know, it's I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Wes, I enjoyed it, man. I hope you have a good weekend. It's Thursday night. Probably listening to this. It's Friday. But I hope you all have a great Memorial Day weekend. Enjoy. Yep, yep. It's supposed to rain on Monday. It's supposed to be a wet one on Monday. But anyway, hope you enjoy yourselves. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. We want to thank all of you that listened to this edition of the End of the Line Podcast. Power on DuckSouth.com.